0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Good afternoon, America. This is Billy Jones, the author of Everyday Folk Books and the creator of Everyday Folk Radio. Thank you for tuning in on this Sunday, May 5, 2016, for another segment of DJ Seeks, an interview with. On this show, for the past six months, half a year now, I've been interviewing everyday extraordinary people who are making things happen in their lives. And I'm so proud of your continued support, listeners, across America for your continued support. We are now reaching our close to 1,400 listener milestone, and that's great and this is, again, being with, with limited resources. We're making things happen here as Everyday Folks people do. So thank you for your listenership. And if you'd like to speak to me at any time during this show, you may call me at 347-539-5372. Again, that number is 347-539-5372. And if you're a little shy and you prefer to inbox me instead via email, you may do so at everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. Again, that is everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. So I would like to provide a few shout-outs to a few individuals who have been making Everyday Folks family in the program quite a success. First and foremost to the team of the new show that just launched back on Friday, June 3rd, it's called A Daily Dose of K-Pop. And to my girls who run that show, we have SM, we have NAN, we have Pepper, I think I'm forgetting some L is in there, too. And Jasmine, congratulations on your first show, and may you have continued success. Folks, what, we do, what we're doing here now and everyday folks is having a weekend lineup now, starting now. So that means on a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of select weeks of each month, you now will have a variety of shows that are being offered. Secondly, I'd like to recognize my dear colleague and host, Anike Madison, who is the host of Journey into Passion. Tune in for her show this coming Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where she will be exploring this extraordinary topic and so much more. As well, I'd like to congratulate her, because she is going to be receiving an award this Saturday at the 2016 Distinction Star Award Ceremony, right here in Miami at the Bank United Center. So congratulations, To you, Anike, and all the other winners, today in the studio I have someone who is very, very special to me. This individual I have had the privilege of seeing grow into a remarkable father, professional individual. And if you haven't had a chance to read his bio on the blog network or on my author page, I'm going to go ahead and provide it now because it's an excellent segue into our conversation with an extraordinary gentleman. Nicosi Samuel is the national president of the National Distinction Society. Nikosi is an accomplished leader. Born in Trinidad and Tobago, Nicosi is a scholar and leader. After graduating from Success LaVentio Composite School and Northgate College in Trinidad, he arrived to the U.S. in 2005. Thereafter, he completed his Associate of Arts degree at Miami-Dade College and earned a Bachelor of Science and a Master of Science in the Management Information System. During his undergraduate and graduate school years, he successfully served as a member, with chapter vice president, chapter president, and national president of the National Distinction Society. National Distinction Society, also known as DS, is the national governing authority of two distinct Greek-lettered organizations, Lambda Omicron Delta Sorority Incorporated and MU Omicron Delta Fraternity Incorporated, of which I'm a proud member. From community service act initiatives at the Ronald McDonald House to annual award ceremonies, uh, to recognize unsung heroes in our communities, Nkosi's leadership has trans, uh, helps transform lives while inspiring others. And under the organization's principles of excellence, out, excellence outreach, and spirit, Nkosi has transformed BF into a 21st century institution, and he accomplished all of this while raising two sons. <laughs> so I don't want you to miss this interview, and I do want to give a warm welcome to my brother from another mother and dear friend. President Nkosi samuel
0: Thank you, Dr. Jones, for those kind of welcome.
1: You are welcome, brother. I am so glad to have you in the studio today. This has been long overdue. In fact, i got to share this with listeners. A year ago at the 2015 Distinction Star Award Ceremony, or was it at the, 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 the Reclaim the Flame? It was one of those two events. One of the promises was that we would bring them on air, and it finally worked out. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here. No problem. I know that you have had an Let's get the DS part out of the way first because that is what you're known for. So what is Distinction Society
0: to you? Distinction Society, I like to call it my extended family members. It's a non-profit organization based on three main pillars, Mm -hmm. academic excellence, spirit, and community outreach. Community outreach is important because in our daily life, we all want to go outside and give back. Because if you take take a step back and look at it, we are fortunate in life. A lot of us are very much fortunate than a lot of other people. We have a roof over our head. Most of us have a job. We have food to eat in the daily camp. And a lot of the people um, in the public and so forth are not as fortunate to have those simple things. So... In DS, as one of our main pillars, we tend to reach out to the community mm-hmm. and give out assistance where we can. I know we have several main projects. We go on a McDonald House. We yeah. contribute food there. We go and cook there and so forth. And to give back, there's always a joy for me personally, like when you're giving back to the community and have seen seeing people's faces of, of gratitude, a simple like thank you, uh, sometimes tears of joy and appreciation. And that's what it's, it's all about. Um, spirit, we raise the spirit in the community and in the organization per se. And academic excellence—it starts with our youth. Yep. Our youth today uh, is the the next generation, mm-hmm. quite simply. And academic excellence is important um, for the youth and even self, for grown adults. It's mm-hmm. so always striving to to advance yourself academically to change the next generation. I know that it's been very significant to you. Yes. Um,
1: you have had an impressive journey. It started about, what, 10 years ago. (laughs) You started this journey into Distinction Society as as an undergraduate, and then you rode the ring all the way from the local level to the national level. Yes. What has that been like? Has it been easy?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's been a journey. It's been a journey. I to like Sean Faria as a brother. He first told me about yes and we were taking classes. I'm like, what's this? And because we were like always in school Miami Dade. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what's this? I'm going to a DS meeting. I'm going to a DS meeting. You're cool, see, it should come. It's cool, should come. I'm like, come for what? And I was like, okay. I came, and from one meeting, I was so. Um, a lot of people say, like, cool, so you, you rose up to the ranks very quickly. In the I went from a normal member to the chapter, as alpha chapter in Miami Dade College. I had an excellent e board at the time. And I just moved up to the national south, south regional director, then vice president, and then president, and then president again. <laughs> oh Lord, it, it was so nice. it was so nice, was so nice. I had to have us to bring back twice as president. I like, ah, no problem. Mm-hmm. That's what it was all about. Um, so from from the embryonic stage of being a simple invitee to <laughs> meeting, thank you again, Sean, for this opportunity, and then rising up through the ranks. It's been it's been tough. It's been tough. Um, it's been challenging also. But it also helped me to mature emotionally, professionally, and opens your horizon on how to deal with people. And helps me. it helps me with that even in, in my academic life in school mm-hmm. um, and also in my professional life. Um, now I'm a teacher. So it also it helps me grow and develop. And what I do as an individual, I tend to impart knowledge and my experiences with, with anybody I meet. Mm-hmm. And any one of my students, because I've been teaching for four, four to five years now, after I completed my, my bachelor's, I mean, my master. sorry, I taught in Marmadale College, Broad mm-hmm. Community College, and I'm just teaching in Marmadale College now alone. And my whole class is I teach um, computer introduction to computer at Marmadale College, and my students love and appreciate me because I keep it real. Um, yes, I'm here to educate you, but I'm also here to open mm-hmm. out a lot of the time young people are in terms of life and society and what to meet up there. So people come in my class and, yes, they learn the work, but they are also transformed, and I'm happy, to, I'm happy about that. That is awesome.
1: So in addition, folks, so that you are aware, in addition to being a national president, yes, he does have a career. <laughs> and that career, not only as, as, a, as, a, as, as, as an MIS and IT personnel at a major, major corporation, but also as national president and also a full-time father. So these are all things, and he somehow somehow balances. Let me add the professorship, and that is so impressive. And there is beauty in that, and there is also a challenge in it. Yes. Would you agree? Yes. What yes. would you say you've learned from being a professor, or at least acknowledge now that you didn't realize that you were once sitting
0: in the seat? <laughs> it's different. Um, I we did a lot of my students, one, as I tell them, mm-hmm. I'm so young, mm-hmm. um, and two, I am not too long removed from being in their position. When I first, my first year of teaching, what I used to do as a professor, I used to go outside a class and sign up like a regular student, and just like five, ten minutes hearing <laughs> the students sat down talking. I'm like, you know this professor? And they're like, no, I'm like, I know he's, I heard he's pretty good sometimes that he's pretty bad, like, uh, they get nervous and stuff. When I walk in front of the classroom, the class, the class, chair, and it's like, you see the professor? He's so young. And it's, 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 been, it's been good. And I use my experience as a student um, to help me in my teaching industry, in mm-hmm. my teaching life, mm-hmm. because I know the struggle of students as being not too far removed from a student myself. I know the struggles. I know they are juggling work, um, a heavy school school um, curriculum, and just life, life, life and soul. So I could relate to that, and I'm completely understanding, but at the same time, I mean to iron fit. You are here to learn, and that's the, the bottom line. But, okay. at a, but at the same time, I, what I tell my students is a trust trust relationship. Mm-hmm. You trust me to educate you, correct? And I trust you to do the work. And a lot mm-hmm. of times, when we set a tone from day one, 99.9% of the students agree and buy in, and we're going to have a, a good educational, fun class because learning should be fun. Yes, it should. And um, as being a, not, as I keep saying, not too far removed, as I tell my students, a lot of the time professionals and teachers come in the class and they just go over the lecture and go out. Um, and I'm like, no, I'm uh, my type of personality, I like to have a relationship with my students because mm-hmm. there is no reason if I'm passionate about teaching, and my personality, you could teach anything and make it fun and make it exciting to see, and that in itself is faster, to foster, to foster more learning. And my students buy into that. That's why it's propelled me to being a successful teacher after all these years.
1: And that is so awesome to hear. And I'll, I'll, I'll add to that. Uh, Teaching is learning, isn't it? Yes.
0: Because the
1: more you teach something, the more it it it, it sticks with you. It remains with you. Mm-hmm. And so, not only your own disciplinary thinking and understanding of what it is about your discipline, but also how people relate to each other and retain information.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, I am so proud. <laughs> I am so proud, so so proud of what you what you've accomplished. And I will admit, we have constructs out there, like read my professor, for instance, that are out there that talk about us. <laughs> And I always tell students, they go there often, and folks, whether it be for me or for Nicole, you can go on readmyprofessor.com and see what they say about us. <laughs> but I will say this, those constructs are very helpful, and I feel that the students today have more advantages than we did when yes. we are in school. Yes. They have 20, I mean, super 24-hour access now to teaching. Yes. I, I know things were fast-paced in our time, but they have, they're they more rapid. And I think the mobile technology has made learning a lot more mobile, too. Mm-hmm. So for folks who are listening now, you're listening live to DJ me, the author of Everyday Folks. And I am here with the national president of the National Distinction Society, Mr. Nikosi Samuel. If you'd like to speak to him or me during the show, you may call in at 347-539-5372. Again, that is 347-539-5372. Third inbox us. And some of you already have, because I see my inbox is buzzing over here. You may do so at Everyday folks listen at gmail.com. That is everyday at gmail.com. And so there's a, qu- a question coming in for you, Nicole. We're going to go ahead and knock out a couple of these. Um, the questions are coming in, and it's so funny. I have to say this to the listeners. Thank you so much for your questions. On an average for the past six weeks, we've had an average eight questions coming in, and they were really thought provoking questions. Every guest, Nicole says to me, that question made me oh, that was a really good question. And, and so we'll do our best to try to get them here. And, yes, I do filter this question. I want to make sure that the guests, my, my guests here, are comfortable. But also I appreciate your love and support and being very truthful. I'll do my best to get your question on. So the first question comes from Ricardo right here in Miami, Florida, Nicosi. He asked the following question. How was it adjusting from island life to an American lifestyle when you first arrived in America back in 2005?
0: It was a culture shock. In what way? It a culture shock. Trin- Everybody know Caribbean people, Trinidad people especially, <laughs> a lot of the time we are very, very laid back. Very, very, very laid back. Mm-hmm. And my first semester in Miami, did was a tough one. Um, I came across here, and I would tell, tell a lot of people this, that my first semester was a, would don't call it a fail. it was a learning experience. Mm-hmm. I think I got an F and two B. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yes, the F and 2 is my first three classes. And then when that, when that happened, I took a step back, and I always used that as a, not just to keep me down, but as a motivational factor. I then proceeded to never fail a class, um, never took a semester off, and finished my AA, my AS, my bachelor's, and my master's straight. Never took a semester off, never failed, always on top of my books. So I used my initial failure, as a catapult to, towards success, mm. and this goes and um, it shows testament in everyone's life. Life, you're going to be, you're going to be knocked down, you're going to be challenged, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to fail. But yes. use that failure as a learning experience, so that in the future, okay, you will learn from it and mm. not make that mistake again.
1: I want to repeat the quote he just said because I love writing the quote. All of these awesome quotes that many of the guests tell me, I use my initial failure failure as a catapult to my success. That should be placed on a (laughs) T-shirt. And so what you said is very true because we all have stumbling blocks. I remember very well being in college. I had calculus one my first semester, and I almost died. (laughs) In fact, I got an F. It was the only F. Wow. And I ended up having to retake that class, mm-hmm. and I took it with the same professor, but it only worked with my schedule. <laughs> and I realized, too, I need to go live in the lab. And I ended up getting an A the second r- time around, yeah. considering there were only three tests. But I used that moment, too, as a catapult that made me realize, even though I was a smart kid, this wasn't always smarter and hungrier for your spot. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: And so I needed to step up my game and readjust how I got things done, and I couldn't cut corners anymore. Yeah. And I think sometimes in K-212, you understand yeah. there's a trick to it. Exactly. But I think when you get to higher ed, that's when it, it, it separates the boys from the men. Yeah. So what were the steps you've taken to become a national president?
0: What are so the steps so that Yeah.
1: What? Yeah. So you mentioned, like, in, in, your trajectory has been from undergrad to graduate. So Correct. how does that work? Do you recall, like, how did it work? How did you, did someone just say to you, Kofi, I want you for this? Or did oh. it? <laughs> or was it a combination of things? Um, it's just. You have to have that
0: initial drive within you. Okay. Um, I'm blessed to be a part of uh, an encouraging family. Uh, my family has always has always pushed themselves to the limit. Um and I guess I got it from them. See my mom and my dad growing up with say, My dad has a doctorate, my mother has a masters, my sister has a masters, um, my other sister is a professional, she writes books mm-hmm. and so forth. And being surrounded by all those successes. And correct and they're always in the air, um, to push you, to push you, to push you. It just propel me and it's in my nature. And I even do it with my friends too, also. Like as anyone could say, if they come around here and they're talking, I'm all so what you doing, what so what you doing with yourself? All right, you can stop school, you need to start back school. And I'm like, if I'm your friend or I'm your colleague and I'm not telling you or guiding you to uplift yourself, mm-hmm. pussy, mm-hmm. then I'm not a true friend. And sometimes you have to tell people the, the tough messages and what they don't want to hear. As I tell a lot of people, you have to check your ego by the door. Mm. I will say that again. You have to check your ego by the door when it comes to me because I'm going to give it to you real. If you're doing things not straight, I'm going to tell you, you're doing things not straight. Yes, because could. A lot of times if people people don't want to hear when you're not, when doing things you but check it ego by the door. Hear what the people have to say or hear what I have to say. Anybody encouraging you, correct? And use that. Sometimes they, they may be telling you things and unpleasant and way to you, but, you know, swallow your pride and take a listen and listen to the message. And coming back to the basic question, what you asked about um, with my life and how did I fly a mm-hmm. organizations to Um, being keeping it real with people, keeping it real, what you see is what you get, um, being completely honest, and people people are drawn to that. People are drawn to me being completely honest, me wanting the best of people, personally, and from that, they just gravitate towards mm-hmm. me and then listen when I speak and so forth. That's why I propelled so quickly to the organization.
1: That was a great response. I think in leadership, and, of course, I just had to share this with you. I don't think you'll consider writing a leadership business, but <laughs> No, seriously, we need to talk about that offline because mm-hmm. you have all these little anecdotes and, and success stories that people are often, they're hungry in, 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 the, in the self-help category mm-hmm. and genre of literature. People, that is one of the biggest markets you know, in America. Mm-hmm. People want to know, how do I do this? How do I make it to step B? And I'll use some um, a, a, an example, Damon John, for instance, mm-hmm. uh, the founder of FUBU. Mm-hmm. He's been around forever, but people are now recognizing him fully today, not only because he's on the Shark Tank, but also because of his great book that he wrote. Mm-hmm. which now he's he a bestseller. Okay. And people are buying his book repeatedly because they want to hear his insights on leadership. Right. And so and men like you, we need to learn more from. Mm-hmm. And so I really appreciate hearing that. Mm-hmm. Is this, I do have a question in terms of judging your, your lifestyle because it's hard. The judging act is tough. It is tough. From married life to professional life to father life and fatherhood. Mm-hmm. How do you manage it? Is there, a, is there a science or, or just, oh, to it? You take each day as it comes. You
0: have to take each day as it comes, honestly. Today is going to be different from tomorrow. and It's going to be completely different from the day after that. No day is going to be the same day like yesterday. Mm. And in life, life is challenging. It? Life is all about a roller coaster. It has it up, It has us down. But my main thing is stay focused. Have a, a goal. And always look at the finish line. When times are hard, I'm always focused on the finish. line. I tell a lot of people this also, when you've struggled so long to be in school, mm-hmm. and you're taking high classes, and you're studying, 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 and like, oh, my gosh, when is this going to end? When is this going to end? And then if you have graduation, you can stand up and take a look back, and you can say, you know what? It really wasn't that bad. So enjoy the struggle. Embrace the struggle, because the finish line is always there. And at that finish line you'll look back over your shoulders and you will honestly say to yourself, you know what? It really wasn't that bad. So again you take every day as it goes, it's a learning experience, correct? And you just you just you just chug. You just chug. You just, you just It has gonna have its ups. And oh boy, it's gonna have its downs. And I repeat that it's gonna have its downs, here. Whenever in before. When it <laughs> is before but life life is I mean, think um, Rocky said, "This life is gonna knock you down. It is, and I think, but it's what you do when you're down that's going to determine how you get back up." Get back up. Uh, yeah. There's a
1: question here from Tamla from Tampa, Florida, Nicole. See? She asks, "What is the outlook for folks who work in the IT world, especially for men of color?" Man of, uh,
0: what is the IT world is good. The IT world is, is dynamic. The IT world has a lot of moving parts. As at any IT professional will tell you this, and they will, they will a shocker, when someone hears you working in IT, they automatically assume you know everything about IT. <laughs> but working in IT, people will tell you that in IT, IT is so diverse. IT is so diverse and has so many components, moving components, and it always has to keep you on your feet. And the good thing about being... I'm an IT professional. I honestly think it transcends color. It's all about, honestly, it's all about how much work are you going to put in. Mm-hmm. Um, how hard are you going to work? I guess as we go forward, we are now in 2016 and moving forward. I think a lot of people have to stop use color as an excuse. Correct? They have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, self, okay. you know what? Okay. I'm going to succeed. No matter if uh, my environment it might be a little harder, correct, because you are of colour. But take take um take it as a challenge. So you go to school, you do the work and you gotta make sacrifice. A lot of people want to accomplish something but they don't want to make sacrifices. Again, sacrifice. sacrifice for the now for the tomorrow. Yep. So let's put the color card aside, listening, and it's all about what what is going to be your work ethic. How hard am I going to work, and how hard your work is going to be determining how far you reach in life, mm-hmm. and even in the IT world. The IT world is vast It has programming and has many many other things, and it's it's, it's so vast. Like one of my good friends, Karen to myself, he is like, and he's a whiz in IT. <laughs> Why? Because he puts in the wood. He's Mm -hmm. always in IT. He puts Mm -hmm. in the week. And I look at Terrence and I look up to him. You know, he's like my brother. And, you know what I mean? So I'm like, if he could do it, I could do it. And if I could do it, anybody could do it. You know what I mean? So always have someone you look up at and always try to mimic them in terms of their success. And, again, let's let's put the color the color card aside and let's just get to with people. And I I think it's important that we realize that is right on there. There's only one race, the human race. Exactly. The
1: human race. And, and I think there's opportunity. We live in an era now where you can be whatever you want to be. And I feel that that could be a big challenge. Many of my students tell me they are overwhelmed because of numerous choices. There's so many options now. I mean, there's so many options for education. There's options for shopping. Uh, the, 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 the digital rhetoric of our world is being driven through technology. And so I, I agree with you there. We've all had challenges in life and I'm gonna ask a very tough question for you. Mm -hmm. What has been the most challenging experience in your life? It could be professional or personal. Professional Professional. and personal or personal, one or the other.
0: Challenging experience. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say life. (laughs) (laughs) Why so? Life is challenging because life is dynamic. And you ask what is the most challenging in every segment of life It's going to, it's going to have its challenges. And I can't pinpoint and say my personal life is more challenging than my work life. My work life is more challenging than my DS life. Right. Challenge, it has challenging so Is a, a whole body. Okay. And in your personal life, you're going to have challenging. In your work life, you're going to have challenging. In your professional life, you're going to have challenging. So it's, you have to embrace the challenge. That's what I do. So I proceed. Um, I have personal challenges, with challenges, but it's all about how I use that challenge to prepare me for the future. Thank you.
1: Folks, you're listening now to Nikosi Samuel, the National President of the National Detention Society. If you'd like to speak to him during this show, you may call me at 347 539 5372. Again, that is 347 539 5372. And you can continue to send your email. Questions, comments, or requests at everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. dot com. That's at gmail.com. And there are a couple more questions coming in for you, Nicole. So you're gra- the, the the lines are growing here in terms of the inbox. Sydney from New York City asked, New York City, New York, asked the following to follow into you: What was the best advice you
0: received in your career or personal life? Hi, Sydney. Good. That's a good question, Sydney. The best advice I ever received in my career. Never give up. <laughs> Never give up. That's the best advice I ever received in my life. Who gave you that advice? I don't know who gave it to me. Or oh, it, it just thing. emanated from experience. It, it just layers. emanated from experience. Never give up. I keep saying that life and um life is challenging, like a lot of people and like my students and ask me all the time, because like, 'cause I'm I teach college a lot of young people and they play games and so forth. And, like, Professor, what games do you play? I'm like, I play the hardest game, and that's the game of life. You know what I mean? I lose. Um, I may lose this battle, he so say, but I'm going to shrug off, you know what I mean? Press reset and go again. So just never give up. Never give up. Huh? Never you know
1: There's a game. We you know the game of life. When we go on our retreat, we yes. often bring more games.
0: <laughs> and I have to
1: share this with folks. Last year, we brought the game of life on the retreat. And we started playing it. And as a child, this game had such a different impact on me. <laughs> and it was fun getting insurance, getting a career. You stop at the church and you get a kid and you get this income every time you hit a certain level or space on the, on the game board. But when we played it last year, I had this epiphany. This isn't so much fun anymore. I'm living this. This is my real life. And so I think it's important what you just said is true. Life is the biggest challenge. But what would you say has been your greatest um your your greatest joy in life. My greatest joy. Ha
0: ha. Ezra and Ethan Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine that's my two boys. My two boys. I have my wife and Ethan, and then you have Ethan and Ezra Samuel. Yeah. Having kids, it, it changes you. I mean one of my colleagues I work with, um, Susan Saram so uh, at Baptist. Um i like to say hello to the Baptist folks. Good. Um my my immediate department, have Sandra, Monica, Susan, and the whole TCS department. We um, have the ER ER crew about to South, That's for the special other than. Um, but she she told me when, Vinica um, when was pregnant. When I hold that baby in my hand for the first time, my life was about to change. And I I had that, that experience right? When you're holding a life in your hand, and you're like, wow, so having a baby was the most touching part of my life so far. So Asia and Ethan family, And it
1: graduates you to another yeah. uh, station in life. Yeah. It? You're thinking,
0: um, you're no longer thinking about yourself. Yeah. Um, and that has been an even extra motivation. Like I'm, I like to go 100% now, but it has to propel me to go 150% now because I'm no longer thinking of me. I'm thinking about my kids and, and their future. Well said. And, I, and it's important to have
1: other men we're so often ostracized because we're not present in our in children's lives. It's nice to see when there are brothers who are making it work, and it's hard. And so I, pre, I salute all the men like Nikosi out there who are being terrific
0: parents. So, Nicosi, who what inspires you? Who or what inspires me? Mm-hmm. I'm like a sponge. Everything inspires me in life. Everything inspires me. What I do, I am... Um, uh, I'm a motivator also. Um, as I told you before, I also motivate my friends. I listen to a lot of motivational YouTube clips. And I, I look at other people and their struggles and their determination never to fail. And one of the good things, what, what I do, I use that and I, I just look at myself and I look at my friends. If this person can make it, um, why can't I make it? This person never give up. And what you, a good thing, what you have to do, and this transcends, and this is a good message to mm-hmm. everybody in your life, I heard this as a could to say. Mm-hmm. Um, just simply um, surround yourself with motivational people. Look at your five friends, and you are a reflection of those mm-hmm. closest five friends. Well said, again. So just look at your closest friends, and you are um, an image mirror of your five friends. Because yesterday I was listen listen to more motivational videos and I was doing house shows, mm-hmm. and the the guy said, if you have if you're in school, mm-hmm. and you you got sixty in a test, correct, okay, which is bad, more like, and you ask your, who's the first people who's the first people you go to ask? You ask your friends, and that friend got forty five, and you know a friend got mm-hmm. fifty five. Mm-hmm and another friend that's 30, you are feeling good about yourself because you got higher than all of them. But again, you're supposed to surround yourself with other people who got 100 or who got 90. So you can look at them and say, you know what, I need to get a 100 on this test. I need to get 90. I need to do better. But if you keep looking and judging people by that are lesser than you, you'll never increase in life. So always surround yourself with motivational people, people who could bring positive influence in your life. And I am blessed to be surrounded by those people. Um, my friends are, are very, very close to me, and sometimes like I was speaking to one of my closest friends today. Um, and I was telling her, I had to tell her thank you. You know what I mean? I was like, thank you for, for always giving me good advice. Mm-hmm. Thank you for you know what I mean? Thank, mm-hmm. you for, thank you for being there. Thank you for being there, being a, a, listening, a listening eye. Um, so I'm like, thank you. And I, I, I have a society, even though I gave you a hard time sometimes, you know what I mean? I just want to say thank you because, again, nobody wants to hear when they're doing wrong. Nobody wants to be told, no, you need to do better. Nobody wants to be told, like, you need to get up early in the morning. You need right. to get up half an hour early to go to work. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to be pushed. And even me too. People tell me advice, and I'm like, I, I, I push back, but then what I do every day or every week, I I listen, mm-hmm. so it's like, one of my friends told me something, I'm like, yeah, whatever, and then uh, I, I I take a step back, and next hour, I, I look at the situation, and I say, yo, you know, she was right, so I text her, and say, yo, thank you for being there, even though I'm giving you a hard time, you know what I mean, thank you for telling me this, and again, I and little even goes to me, leave the ego by the door. Mm. And some people are telling you things to improve yourself and life. So the delivery might not be perfect, correct? But leave the ego by the door and listen to the message behind mm-hmm. it. Because at the end of the day, the are there. They are telling you something to, to make you better. Mm. Love it. I love it. And I think in,
1: at the end of the day, Nicole, so you just reminded us again and again of
0: you're, you just gave us several
1: mantras that you follow when it comes to leadership, when it comes to success. True leaders are the best listeners. They listen really well. And like you said, they're like these social chameleons
0: and sponges that just know about stuff.
1: I have a question for you from Chad from Orlando, Florida. He asked the following Nicole, what do you enjoy most about your career and about fatherhood? Chad wants to know what do you enjoy most about your career
0: and about fatherhood? My like, career, the challenge. The challenge of learning, learning, learning new stuff. Okay. The, the challenge of learning new stuff. And fatherhood, is uh, different. Um, every day is not the same. <laughs> every day is
1: not the same. <laughs> As they get older <laughs> and they get more. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> you're like, you're like
0: every day, every day is, is not the same. And sometimes I got a like I was listening to a program sometimes um a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago sorry, and they were like parent to the young children, you' know, like sometimes a child does something and you want to be angry at the child, honestly, but take a step back when you was a child you did that exact same thing. the child does no better good thing you know when you was a child you did the exact same thing you know, that's true that is very true,
1: very true. So you give given us several definitions of success and, uh, of success,
0: but not of leadership mm-hmm. so what's your definition of leadership? My definition of leadership is leading by example. Mm-hmm. Um, is that is a easier to um give explanations in the same way. But leading by example, um, if you want something done, you're supposed to be hit the ground running and doing it also. And that's what makes me, I would say, uh, a good leader, not to keep my own home because I'm not going to give somebody a task like I don't know how to do it. And um I'm blessed to be working in a, a place at um South that my department I love my department because we work together as a team, and we're surrounded by excellent, excellent leaders. I look up to my boss, put, um, Andrea, and because she she is somebody that that leads by example. Mm. She working hard. her, she's growing, she she doing it with you. And a lot of times, a lot of people could say it's very if you're a leader, it's, it's good to have a leader that works with you, not afraid, afraid, to, go to, not afraid to roll up the sleeves and get dirty. You know, what I mean, I, she does that, and my direct manager, job, she does the same thing. You know, I mean, my department as a school, So, let's lead by example. Lead by example. If you're, if you're giving somebody a task, don't don't be a dictator. You know, what I mean, get this lead with you. Lead by example. You know, I've
1: worked, Nicole. So you know, you know my history, and I've worked with some bosses who are
0: mm-hmm. the
1: greatest, and those who have I just don't ever want on my list. But there's one thing I could say, I learned from each one of them. So I want you to take this question. It's one that's not coming in from anyone or one that I provided for you previously. Mm-hmm. Think of all the bosses you had, mm-hmm. all the leaders you had. If you could summarize the one thing you could say you took from all of them, what would you say that one thing is? From all the experiences they provided of leadership over you, what could you say you've learned from all of them collectively? Collectively,
0: as I said before, I'm, I'm like a sponge. Mm-hmm. Um, can you? Each leader is different, as each individual is different. Each leader has their strengths. Each leader has their their weakness. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like starting this embryo, on the stage of me working in Trinidad for I.T., I love my boss down there because he He was a he was an educator. He was helping me along as you go and just moving up in life. Um, it's really hard to pinpoint one thing, but all of them have that desire and that push. Mm. So I would say the desire. But would you also say there is an opportunity for you to learn from them? That
1: one-on-one with your leader, mm-hmm. it's very important mm-hmm. because you get the un you get the unscripted leader sometimes, and you get to get their their side story, their backstory, right, mm-hmm. and know more who they are. That's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Folks, you're listening live now to Everyday Folks with B.J. Billy Jones, the author of Everyday Folks Books and creator of Everyday Folks Radio. If you'd like to speak to me or Nicosi, we're down now to our last less than 20 minutes of the show. You may do call us at 347-539-5372. Again, that number is 347-539-5372. And those of you who are emailing, I thank you so much because the emails are coming in. Nicosi, there's still six questions for you. Um, but continue to send those emails at everyday folks at gmail Everyday at gmail So the questions that are coming in, Nakosi, are very numerous. And the next one comes in from Nikki from Miami, Florida. She asks, he or she asks, I don't know if it's a male or female, so I don't want to be disrespectful. How can I learn more about joining the National Distinction Society?
0: Distinctionsociety.com Society dot com. That's <laughs> our <so> website. <exciting. laughs> So I want everybody now to log on to Distinction Society. Click on the contact us link and just write, just write, just give us an email. Um, click to answer you back, give you the information, the events coming up. Um, so if everybody now could go into Distinction Society and just, just look at it, just peruse, read, you could send us a, um, an email. If you want to find out some more information, we have pictures above on, on the website, the community service we do and so forth. And give gives us, a little bit of what we do, just a snippet in Distinction Society. That's awesome.
1: And, Nicole, this Saturday is a big event for us. For those who are listening, the National Distinction Society annually recognizes non-members in the community who are doing well in their profession and or in the community. And it's like a Hall of Fame of salute to these individuals, and they're giving honorary membership status. The event is titled the National Distinction Society Distinction Star Award. And it's the Who's Who of Miami often comes out. It's a very a, a, a nice, lavish event, a quality event for family and friends. It's open to all who buy tickets. And, of course, tickets are pre-sold. It happens at Bank United at University of Miami here in our hometown. So this particular year you have some pretty impressive leaders on there and individuals in society, such as
0: Robert is here. Yes. From, from down in Homestead. Oh, my gosh. Robert, Robert has amazing Foods people. And Robinson's here, today? Amazing Check him out. And
1: I say, share that because these are the types of events that DS does that brings in the fold. Like, we said, like Nicole said earlier, DS is a family, and it's contributed richly to my own professional development. And so, because of it, I'm able to stand here on the shoulders of everyday folks under that, the auspices the of DS. So, that's very important. I just needed to plug that because people need to know we got busy stuff going on this week. And if you'd like to attend the event, although tickets are, ticket sales are closed, but you can send me an email. I'll see what we can do to squeeze you in. And we'd love for you, especially if you are, are, are members, we're always interested in reclaiming members who have been away from the organization for a while. Please do um, email me or call me. You have my contact information. It has not changed in the 20 years I've had a sale. Contact us or contact our national president, and mm-hmm. we'll see where we can squeeze you in. We want
0: you to come, especially members. Let me see this. Um, To the members, as Dr. Jones has said, um, come out. Come out is going to be a, a great, a great, a great event. And the good thing about DS, we, as I keep saying, we are family, and the networking in DS is amazing for our members. We have people that are doctors, lawyers, police officers, IT professionals, nursing, it transcends. Many, many, many facets of life and in the work industry. It's an excellent, excellent place to come to network and also to advertise even your own business. And what we do in in BS as as entrepreneurs, per se, because we all are are learning as we go forward in life, we tend to help help our people in our organization. And we, we have done that, and it's amazing. Like we have some great entrepreneurs like Kip. Yep. She makes some lovely t-shirts. She sells it. We have, like, Priscilla. Her chocolate cake is to die for people. <laughs> <laughs> she is amazing, uh, excellent baker, and so forth. So what is. Robert is here, I mean, I'm, I'm working out on the skunks. So people don't tell them I tell you that. <laughs> okay, 10 of that. that. That's in the weekend. <laughs> Just did yes, but. Um, excellent, excellent people. We have KC Electronics also, That's excellent right. working professional people in, in DS, per se. So to all the new members, all members, come out. For those of you guys who just want to snippet what DS Life is about and that come you we have as a family members Contact me personally. Um, contact Dr. Jones. Some people out there who want to find out some more information, go on com. Google it, it's the first hit up there. Um, and on the contact link, buy a ticket, come out, um, support, and get a snippet of what we are as a family and our organization. Yeah, and it's growing, it's growing as a tidal wave, so come and join the movement, people. I have a question for you. It's coming from Sean Faria. Sean, listening to the
1: show, he wants to ask the following What advice would you like to uh, give to a student who blames everyone else instead of themselves? And how do you check your ego at the door?
0: <laughs> oh, <son>. God. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, um, this transcends even, honestly, students, and this even transcends into life and in professional. The first thing you have to do, honestly, is stand in front of the mirror and take a look at your reflection and have an honest conversation with yourself. And tell yourself, Self, I am here in life, honestly, for not for external circumstances as much because but more of the decisions I make in life, correct? So as I go back, as I say that, um, take it with a pinch of salt, a grain of salt, because life is going to have its trickies. Life is going to have its ups and downs, but you are going to get knocked down. And again, as I said before, it's what you do when you're knocked down is going to determine how successful you are. So take your knock down, pick up yourself, dust yourself off, and get in the ring and go again. Mm-hmm. So fight, 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 fight. You can only lose if you give up. I keep saying that again. You can only lose if you give up in life. So don't give up and just keep fighting. And how do you check your ego by the door? Ha, ha. Well, first of all, some people, egos are too big to even enter the front door. Okay. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you just got to take a step back. You got to take a step back and just relax. Take a step, step right. back and relax. Like one of my friends yesterday, um, she was like, you're so complex. I'm like, she said that, and I to take a step back. She's like, Nico, she calls me. He's like, simplicity, brother, simplicity. I'm like, I know, you're yeah. right. You're right. Simplicity. So just. Humble, humble. You have to learn to be humble in life with everything you do. So when someone gives you a compliment, those two powerful words are what? Thank you. Thank you, you. Thank you. And, and even if someone criticizes you, yeah. you know what I mean? Say thank, thank you. you. She yeah, say thank Say if thank you also. You know what I mean? Because it, it's for the best. It's for the best.
1: So, Nicolte, like, kind of, what is the hope that you have for your son? What 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 hope do you have for your son? Because this world, let me say this, Mm -hmm. this world is unsettled. Nothing is rehearsed. Mm -hmm. And it's just as crazy today as it was since the beginning of man's time.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So what hope do you have for your
0: kids in this ever-evolving world? As every parent's dream, they want their children to be better than they are. Um, So, again, I want to impart on my children, as I said at the start of the interview, never give up. Life is going to knock you down, correct? But never give up in life. So I want my children to be better than me, so I'm going to be um, to tell and try to teach my children the right ways in life to guide them in their struggles. Well said. Well said. We
1: have a few more questions coming in, and, folks, we're down to the last 12 minutes of the show. If you'd like to call in to Nikosi or me at any time, you may do so now in the next seven minutes at 347-539-5372. Again, that is 347- 539 5372. And I'm going to continue to respond to the emails that I am getting, which are numerous. The email response is at everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. That's everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. And this one comes from Maria from Hollywood, Florida, Nicole C. What has been your greatest fear? And how are you dealing with it?
0: My greatest fear in life is the fear of failure. Hmm. And failure transcends itself into different aspects of my life. Just failure. So that's, I mean. that's why I push myself. I keep pushing myself. I'm not perfect. By no means I'm calling myself perfect. But that fear of failure is, is just emotional factor for me. That's why a lot of times I tend to go over the top. mean, um, I try to be perfect at whatever I do. You know what I mean? So i I'll just keep going. Just keep going. The fear of failure, yeah, it's my 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 greatest fear.
1: So Colson, what are your future goals? But you've already established a lot. You've done a lot for your early thirties, brother. <laughs> so I'd like to know, let's project out another ten, twenty years from now. What do you hope to have accomplished
0: in that time span? The next twenty years. Mm-hmm. God willing, of course. Um yeah. I've done so much in the short space of time. That's a good that's a good self reflecting question, Dr. John. Um, next twenty years, um, to be the best that I could be, um, professionally, um, a, a great parent. Um, just to be the best that I could be. Just to be the best that I could be. I don't know what where life will take me. Um, it's good to have a, a, a foresight that as you, you go. the life is like a river. It it has its, it has its tombs, it's left tombs, it's right tombs of systemic rapids but just to be the best that I could be I like, always said when I was small at around 50 55 I went to retire I went to retire and, and live life so I'm young now so I want to put in all the work now and set the foundation strong mm. and this is what we, we, we need to understand in life also um, what we do now is setting the foundation for the future no, school is hard Life is hard. It is. Family is hard. The struggle is there. But set the foundation now because it's like a house. Okay? The foundation is the most important thing of a house. So you do things to set a solid foundation now so later on in life you will be fine. So what I'm doing now, I'm trying my best to have a solid foundation.
1: Thank you. We've got a number of questions coming in the coffee. I'm going to try to get them all in as fast as I can. This question is coming from Huda. And who would ask asked the following question? How does how does Nikosi family distress when life gets overwhelming? <laughs>
0: uh, how do I be stressed? Uh, my 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 good friends are going to laugh at this, but everybody know I like uh, I love to dance. I'm from China and Tobago. Everybody knows Caribbean people love love to dance and enjoy <laughs> themselves and, like a little firecracker of a party. That's what it is. And he's a comedian too. <laughs> So to say, so to say, and a few people don't know this, but I love to build puzzles, and I tell people, I'm I'm perplexed, everybody knows me, always talking, always out there, but I have a, a flip side, I love quiet also, so I'm I'm complicated in that, I love to be at home and just build puzzles, drink a glass of wine, and watch sports, I'm heavy into sports, mm-hmm. ask me anything about it. Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love I love to build puzzles. I love to see a picture, um, formulate a picture and put it up there and stick it up and put it on the wall. So I love to build puzzles and <laughs> after to and I have to go out. One of one of the things I wanna do now is to go out and go out in nature more. I want to get into the ph- photography, some more, just to get a good camera and go outside and take pictures. get... Enjoy nature.
1: If you want to get a practice this Saturday, you're welcome to do so. <laughs> We're looking for a photographer for our event on Saturday, so we have one. But if you would like to get some practice, go and get that camera. We, we, we always welcome your service So there are a couple other questions coming in. We're going to try to seize them in the cozy. Brenda from Miami, Florida, asked the following. It's a big question, so listen carefully. When I was at Miami-Dade College, Distinction Society was really, really big. Now that I'm a long-term graduate, long-time graduate, I still want to know if there's a chance for me joining. Yes. If so, what can I do? Who should I talk to? And what do I need to
0: bring to the organization? Bring to the organization. Bring yourself to the organization. see, What's the first thing you need to do? um is go on Yep. Um, click on the contact us link. Um, send us some information. And we will reach out to you with, uh, um, accordingly and tell you what you need. There yeah, are... Uh, there is a space for everyone in there. We have chapters as in Miami Dade College. We have chapters in Broward. You um, look in the start of the chapter in FIU now. for people that are going to college, we have graduated people that they join the beta chapter, the, the grad chapter, and so forth. So there is a space for you. And like I, I tell a lot of people, and people tell me all the time. A lot of people say that, "What can I bring to the table?" Oh my gosh, I don't have anything to contribute. Contribute yourself. Every one of us has um, has qualities within them that they could use to other people. Don't ever, ever think I don't have anything to bring to the table. And I, I one of the things that a lot of people tell me also, well, how do you juggle so much time? My life is so busy, man. You could make time in life to do anything you want to do. Do not use I have no time as an excuse. Again, do not use I have no time. And as an excuse because you can make time to do anything you want to do. And a lot of the times, um, at the end of the day, I tell people, community service is big for DS It's all about helping out. So if that takes take an hour and a half of your faculty to go with us to one on done uh, to see the homie, the um the homeless and so forth, that hour of your time could could bring a drastic change into someone's life. I just want
1: to add to that. Coming up on July twenty third, for those of you who are listening, and want to be a part of the DS family. We've been doing some great work at the Ronald McDonald House of Greater Miami here in Miami. And if you'd like to come out for our next Adopt a Meal program where we serve and feed the entire house of all residents who are residing at that time at the Ronald McDonald, please hit us up. Go to distinctionsociety.com for more information. We have two more questions, Nicole. So I'm going to try to squeeze them in before I let you go. This one comes from Thomas from Ocala, Florida. How do we attract more people into the computer science industry? I work for a major firm, and it would be great to
0: celebrate more diversity. You kind of hit on this earlier today already. And yes, yes. How can I attract a lot of people inside? Because computers uh, are not just simple as hardware software. It, it's diverse. It has programming. It has visual. It has audio. It, 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 it's amazing. Um, what I tell a lot of people is that first you have to see what piques your interest. Do you like Coding. So that's. I guess do main reasons I like puzzles because coding things is things like puzzles, mm-hmm. just to work things out. Um. Do you like as coding, programming? Um. It's it's amazing. And do you just have to find that niche, what you're good for? Thank you,
1: Michael from Fort Lauderdale, asked the following: Nicole you are first. He gives you an accolade. Nikosi, you are a true success success story, and I salute you. How do you manage your time? you kind of hit on this earlier as well, but I have to do
0: this. I'm kind of, I have known for this. Um, every day um, I write on, or the night before, I write on what I have to do for the day. Mm. And it's, it's, the list is like pretty long sometimes, but what I do, I write on everything I have to do for the day or for the week, and as I go forward, I check it out. And you will notice while you're doing that, you will accomplish a lot of things, and you will like, wow, I accomplished a lot. Um, I tell a lot of people, life is so stressful for anybody that you have to have some organization. Mm. I tell a lot of people, just make a to-do list. Write do everything you have to do, there is always something to do. And while you think you might finish everything, you check back on you to-do list. like, oh, my gosh, I forgot to do this, and you could accomplish that. So always, always plan. Always, always plan and make a to-do list so you could follow through with everything you have to do. So I
1: want to say thank you to our guest, Nekosi Samuel, for an outstanding show. Nekosi, the hour flew, did not it? it? Wow. Went, it went by, and you were a phenomenal guests as I anticipated. So, and for those of you who would like to listen back to the show, in the next four hours, the show will be loaded live on my author page at billypauljones.com, or you can go on to blogtalkradioaswell.com, slash radio, in order to hear it. But I always tell folks to link it from my homepage, which is billypauljones.com, my author page. Nicole, you know this is not the last time you're going to be on Everyday Folks. I will be bringing you back sometime in the future. We can get an update, see how great the kids are doing, and other amazing things that you continue to do. I just want to say this to folks for who may have just tuned in. I want to give you some of the nekosi that he mentioned today.
0: nekosi Here they are.
1: Always focus on the finish line. You have to check your ego by the door. I used my initial failure as a catapult to my success. Academic life helped me grow and develop. In life, it's like a river. These are some of the great lines that I hope this fine brother will put inside of a book. We to be talking <laughs> offline for that. I'd like to thank you for coming to the show and for all of your continued love and continue doing the good work that you do. Thank you, brother. For those who are listening to the show, this completes our last segment. I want you to tune in to the next two weeks, we'll be coming back. I'm taking a break on Father's Day next week to do the son thing with my own dad. But do come back in two weeks for our next segment where we'll be interviewing other exciting individuals. And I want to send a special shout-out to two individuals. First, the South Florida Writers Association that had the honor of attending its session yesterday, an amazing meeting. And it is my intention to join this amazing organization. It's important that you are in a community of other folks, like Nicole said, a community of other great thinkers people who are positive and motivating, because it's contagious. And I wrote a little phrase here of my own that excellence is contagious. It truly is. And then lastly, do tune in this coming Saturday on June 3rd, 11th for the next segment of A Journey the Passion with the MKS right here in Everyday Folks Radio. And lastly, I have to say thank you to all of you who've been emailing and, and the, the questions. The questions are really good. I'm sure coach could agree. They kept us on our toes. But thank you so much for all that you've done for Everyday Folks and that you continue to do on a weekly basis. Tune in for more of our scheduled programming, and thank you for your time. This is author Billy Jones, Everyday Folks author and creator, signing out. Take care, and we'll tune in next week, or the week after, rather. (laughs)